You just ignore it, Anna. Um, Sav. Benny. That was uh, me telling Anna just to ignore the countdown clock. It's a little bit intimidating for first timers. <laughs> um, but welcome back to 2023, Sav. How's it going? Really good, mate. Been a fantastic start to the year. Very refreshed from the short broke that break that myself and Annalise got uh, got to take after a very long year last year. So things are good. Awesome. And I was going to start by talking about the first anniversary party and what a great turnout. No, 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 no. After last week's white belt class, I got to hear about the guns, the finger guns. We need oh. to hear the finger gun stories because they, you surprised me with this story at like white belt. I was like, where did this come from? Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> When I received my brown belt, I went pretty quickly into a tournament. And the first fight, I, I was, you know, doing a toe hold really well, a rolling toe hold. And so I won the first fight via a toe hold. And, you know, t- t- when I finished the match, obviously a lot of adrenaline, stuff like that. So I got up and used my hands in a, like a shotgun motion and fired off into the air. And, you know, I looked across and all my friends were going crazy. But Bruno had his hand on his forehead. And... I thought, oh, that's what's going on here. <laughs> anyway, so he called me over after and he said, Sab, what are you doing? I said, oh, just, you know, shooting off some guns. He said, maybe put the guns away. I said, Bruno's my hands. And he said, oh, no, just put the guns away. You know, I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's um, yeah, maybe I've offended someone or the kids. I don't know, but my friends were screaming. Anyway, I went into the next match and again won by a toehold. Um, so I was conscious of not getting the guns out again. So I thought with the adrenaline going, I actually – Loaded the shotgun and pumped it into the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true story. I do remember some of the guys turning up in wetsuits. <laughs> I do remember walking into my first class uh, and thinking, this is ridiculous. <laughs> So, Sav, yeah. what a massive year so far, as we just discussed. Tell me about the first anniversary party. I was there. I was thrilled to be there. It was such an awesome occasion. Um, the, the smell as you walked in, just the look of the barber crew, the Barbie crew uh, set up was unbelievable. Tell me about the day. It was just an awesome day. It just went so fast. Yeah, very exciting today. Um, you know, January 4th, um, 2023 was our first year anniversary. Uh, Annalise done a hell of a lot of work to get that set up right. I um, I just come into the academy knowing we're having the barbecue and stuff like that. But when I arrived that afternoon, she had all the black and um, yellow balloons, obviously the colour of the logo, set up all through the academy, which was really, really nice. Um, there's a big trestle table at the front with a big cake on it. And uh, as mentioned, Barbie Crew, who are uh, a, a company, Brazilian company, who come and do uh, mobile barbecue, barbecue bar- Brazilian barbecue, churrascarias. So the way it was, the way it worked out is we had a massive turnout on the night, lots of black yeah. belts, um, mm. obviously all of our students, and it was just a, you know a fantastic night all round. But um, Annalise had organised it, so uh, they were there relatively early. They kicked off around sort of four thirty, five o'clock. That way, when the kids came out, uh, the kids and parents could eat, um, and yeah. then you know, they could take off and get on with their afternoon or, you know, get the kids home in bed or whatever. And then we ran the normal class, um, yep. which was brilliant. We had a grading in that class as well. Um, yeah. And, you know, we had many of our, you know, many of our sort of long-term students or people that have been with us for a very long time moving into belts. So it was actually a really good grading in regards to 
putting some of the guys into higher belts. We had Ian Schaefer, uh, he moved into his brown belt. Um, yeah. Mark Milton also moving into his brown belt. And of course, yeah. uh, August. So these three guys. August, awesome. Yeah, they've been very long time uh, purple belts. So it was really nice to see those guys progress. And then we had some other people going into purples and blues and so forth. Um, but yeah, the night was really good. Uh, lots of, you know, great company, great energy. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, we did the class and the grading. Once the class finished and the grading, we all head outside. At that stage, Barbecue had set up these big trestle tables with, oh, my God, my mouth's watering now. The food was absolutely <laughs> – it was incredible. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fantastic night and honestly just such a great achievement to get to that first year. Not that I ever doubted it would, but to get there and to get there so successfully, um, I just – you know, I stood back at one stage, just walked across over to the park and uh, just to the front of the park, they're not in the park. And I just kind of looked back and I did that purposely to have a look at what we'd built and where we've come from. And, you know, to say I felt slightly emotional is an understatement. It was, yeah, yeah I just, um, you know, it was amazing night. I mean, you know, you guys, I, I started, I had a look at this last night. I started on February 11 last year. So it's been nearly a year for me since I started jujitsu and joined Gracie Botany. And just as a side note, those three brown, those three guys that were promoted to brown belt, these are these are guys that I know qu- quite well, and to see them get their brown belt, I was like, it was a proud moment for me knowing them because these are guys who have shared their wisdom with me over, over over the time that I over the very short year that I've been there, and they're very approachable guys, and they're happy to give you tips and hints, and it was just a really great time to see the guys who have been helping out all the white belts and the the lower belts. Get, you know, get promoted. So I was, you know, I felt really proud that night. It was actually quite surprising for me. But, you know, that last year, that must have been a steep learning curve for you guys. Was it, that must have been some, you know, interesting, interesting travels over the years, looking back at it. That's first years of every business, and I've done it a few times now. That's, uh, they're always the fun years. They're all the always the years you look back at and laugh at some of the mistakes that you made. We don't have to share those right now. But oh, I do have a question for Anna. Anna, you know, we know we all know what Gracie Botany looks like now. It basically looks like, you know, a yoga studio slash cafe with a which happens to have beautiful you know mats on them. What did it look like when you walked in the door? Like that first time? You, what, what what month was it? Um, I think it was around. August last year, yeah, uh, the year before. Sorry, that we walked in there. Um, let's just say it looked absolutely nothing like it looks <laughs> like now. We walked in there. There was stuff hanging from the ceiling. There wasn't a ceiling, just from the raw roof. Um, yeah. There was no walls. Obviously, no change rooms, bathrooms. Um, it, it was, was just a big empty space. It was an empty shell with cement on the walls and stuff hanging from the roof. We visioned something very different there. And, <laughs> you know, even after the build, what has happened, we couldn't have even visioned mm. that at that stage. What what was the different vision? Were, were, the, were the change rooms always going to be where they were? Was the... um, It did change around a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, the change rooms were always going to be kind of in that location, yeah. although um, they started off a lot smaller. And then, oh, you okay, know, cool. as it was mapped out on the floor, we'd walk in and it was like you'd be moving side to side, shuffling <laughs> around people, and that was only with two of us walking through there. 
Yeah. So we did have to, you know, modify that. Um, and what, ha you know, I have people walk in now and they say, oh, I just want to shower here after class because it's so beautiful. You know what? I was actually going to say that I was down in Melbourne recently. I stayed in a really nice five-star hotel. I think they copied you guys because yeah, the bathrooms are the same as you guys. I'm telling you, they're a newer hotel. I'd be, I'll, I'll send you some legal details, but you know, like, you know, th it was exactly the same. That these, the, the showers, and I like a hotel. Your five -star and it's resort? really, it's it's incredible. You know, just you know, um, on what Anna's saying, just <laughs> quickly. Um, one of the things that. Um, was happening just as Anna mentioned, we had a few um, few issues in regards to layout of the bathrooms. At one stage, we actually had a certifier come in and say, you know, you guys are good to go on plants. And then they had come back to us and said, do you need a paraplegic toilet set up in there? So um, as you know, for a um, paraplegic toilet, like a, you know, the, the disabled toilet, area, it takes a lot of space. So we're actually going to lose uh, one or two of our showers to cater for that. But by law, you had to have it done. Um, we did have there's a there's a door at the near the desk which leads to the adjoining uh, area, which does have the um, disabled the disabled access there for the toilets. So yep. we ended up getting around it. But there was one stage there where, and I mean, to get that put in was going to cost an excessive amount of money. We were going to restrict more of the space that we already needed. So there was just so many different variables that could have happened. And just on another note, um, so many people come in and ask me. Um, this is mind-blowing. Who, who, you know, what, you know, who did your drawings? What architect did you guys use? Who designed this? Do you know who designed that, Benny? Who? Tell me. You don't know who did all the drawings no. and everything? Annalise did no. all that. You're kidding. No, really? Yeah, she did. She designed really? absolutely everything from the floors to the, like, so people, a lot of people don't know that. So, um, and I mean, obviously Was and Brad are our builders. But, yeah. I mean, you can speak that to these guys and they just said she's just incredible. Like for her to be able to do all this, not architecturally, but just the layout. And then yeah. we had the drawings done professionally, of course. Um, yeah. But she actually designed everything from top to bottom, like absolutely everything in there. So i, I got a question for you, Anna. You know how you got – you know how when you get a new car, you, you always you, there's always one feature that you go, you know what, this is a really fancy feature that I've always wanted to have and I'm, I'm proud to have a – you know, I'm proud – What's the fancy feature or the feature in the in the gym that when you walk in you go you know what I did such a great job with this the whole oh, lot yeah there's the so lot. much there's so much um, because the cupboards and the laundry to me are fantastic I think that's so well done yeah the cupboards you know, like, are amazing yeah um, they're fantastic we used to have this rolling joke about the desk and the size of the desk <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, desk is awesome too and that's you know you walk in and that's where you get greeted um the light above the desk it just all or everything kind of the light's in. unbelievable the light is like it's like a restaurant yeah funny yeah. story with that light and it really <laughs> badly wanted that sort of modern light and i said babe these are for like those 20 million dollar houses up on <laughs> the bird streets in la you know and she's like no no you watch everyone will really like it and there's a really funny story of this very quickly it was um, I was kind of really against that light above the desk. I absolutely love it now. Like it is super slick, super stylish. I just didn't know if it was too modern for a jiu-jitsu academy, but that was our direction, super modern, super clean, you know, just clean, no clutter. Anyway, um, so when that, when that light went in, I, would, I was still a little bit off about it, even when we opened the doors. And I said, look, Anna, you know, this is probably not appropriate. And she's like, it's okay, you know, everyone's going to love it and don't worry about it. 
And it's funny, the day we had the opening day and we did have, I don't know, 15, 16, 17 black belts come in. And isn't it funny, the majority of those black belts, when they walk through the door, because I'd greet them and, you know, they'd stop and look up at the light and they'd go to me, man, that's cool. Like nearly all of them. And Anna would just look across the desk and really slowly nod her head at me as if like, I told you. And then so, and then Craig worked it out and he'd be like, oh, look at this. Look at this light I pick. <laughs> I, was, I was, you know what? I was then, you know, flip the coin and say to people, I mean, sarcastically, of course, yeah, guys, look, this is something that I really was, you know, determined to get in there. And they're like, well, that's cool, Sav. Like, that's, yeah, that's, a, you know, that's nice. And, and we'd just be shaking her head and thinking, you bullshit artist. <laughs> and uh, that, is a, that, that is a thing that you and I share. We, we are behind the scenes, generally speaking, in our, in our work. And other people tend to get the ma get magnetized with the credit. It's like they're a credit magnet, and we don't yeah. <laughs> we don't seem to be there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, people come up to Jackie, great podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "Can I get a Panadol?" <laughs> so, I like sliding under the radar, Benny. I just I like just floating along. I would say me too, but I'm the host of the podcast, so it's a not it's a little bit unbelievable. But I actually do like to. Yeah, just me too. Skip. I just like to keep it low key, just you know, wow. plodding along, just you know, quietly running a class. <laughs> and thank you for joining us, Christian. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? That I think that I was. It just hit me as we were talking about this. I actually think that you guys have actually set the standard for new designs for for like jiu-jitsu um, academies in Sydney because the, there is nothing like that. There is nothing with like, you know, that restaurant, you know, style, you know, um, chandelier above, light, light fixture above the uh, above the reception desk and that type of thing. It's, yeah, it's actually really incredible. Yeah, the logo and Benny, sorry, Annalise. Yeah. The, um, I mean, the, the traditionally the Gracie jiu-jitsu logo through Miranda and Parramatta and um, you know, Alex, like they're all, it's a standard logo. And I, I did contact Hoyler, uh, Master Hoyler Gracie to talk about, you know, doing this font that we have. It's like a, almost like a, a really nice handwriting style. If you haven't seen a Gracie Jiu Jitsu Botany. And when I did contact Hoyler, he was like, oh no, we, you know, hey, Sab, look, let's keep things, you know, um, in line with everyone else. And I said, do you mind if I send you the font to take a look at? And he's like, oh, you know, he wasn't overly enthusiastic about it. Um, he wasn't saying no, but he was just kind of like, you know, look, hey, well, it's very, um, very strong man. You know, when he knows, he says mm -hmm. something, he knows what he wants and you're pretty much just okay. But I just wanted to give him a look at the font. And, you know, once he took a look, he was like, wow, I really like it, you know. So we were very fortunate to get that up and very grateful. And it has been a real talking point. Um, a lot of people who come in and just, it's it's different. You know, it's, 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 um, no, it's just the classic style handwriting. It's like eight yeah. eight meters long. It's like it's not a small thing, but it's, beautiful. it's um really it's a really nice. It fits in well with the fit, you know. The, and we've got it those does. neutral colors, the charcoal mats and the the white and the you know the polished wooden floors, and then the showers are bright, you know, white with the black fittings. It, it's just very very aesthetically beautiful. You actually want to be there. You actually really want to be there, and you want to stay there. I think one you know, thing, like, Benny, when you walk into somewhere like that, like it, it's very warm. 
Uh, it's yeah. not dark or you know, hidden in a basement somewhere or anything like that. It's very warm. There's a lot of light in there, floor-to-ceiling windows, and it's just it, – it is. It's a very comfortable place to be. I mean, look, the girls' program alone, like getting girls into a jiu-jitsu academy can be challenging sometimes. I think we're putting pushing to 40 to 50 girls at the moment like it yeah. is. And I do speak to a couple of them, you know, saying, you know, oh, I'm really happy you guys are here. One of the things that they come back with, they said they feel like it's a really safe space. It's open. It's warm, the glass. And – I'm, you know, for me, I'm, look, I know it's beautiful, but that it is a safe feeling, you know, for these ladies. And I think it's not a macho space. It's, it's, it's a, it's a very gender neutral space. Yeah, is I it, agree. You know, it's, it's really beautiful. It's very and inviting. It is. You know, um, being able to visually see in as well, you're not walking into the unknown. Yeah, People true. can see themselves in there before they actually even walk in. It's true. Yeah, the lighting in there is amazing. Like, and, yeah. and just piggybacking what Annalise is saying, like quite often people walk past and I, I, I really just want to sort of, you know, just go on with what Anna said. It's very, very good comment because if you can't see into something, you can, you can be a little bit inclined to, you know, particularly the stigma of martial arts. And if they can't see what's going on, you don't know how many people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to walk in in case I'm sort of trapped in there. They can actually see from the park. They can look in and, you know, there is no hiding us in there. And I think this is a really, as Annalisa mentioned, it's very warm and people feel quite comfortable. We've had people who come in and sign up and they say, you know, I walk past here every day and it just looks so good in here. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to actually come in today. And, you know, so, oh, that's great. Welcome. And, you know, so being able to see is, is in, you know, my opinion, and as Annalise mentioned, I think it's a bonus. I, I completely agree. Try before we, you I, buy, you know. I see people when I'm training at lunchtimes, which is when I usually train, you know, or everybody's walking by from the industrial areas around and they're all looking in. And surprisingly, a lot of people will stop and actually watch because it, I, I'm guessing it's really interesting to watch from the outside. If yeah. you, you know, you see, okay, we know that these guys are all into self-defense and they're all walking in in their pajamas. But once we, you know, one, once you sort of get, uh, look at what we're doing, it looks like we're having a good time. You know, there's a circle around Christian. Most of the time, we're sort of having a bit of a laugh as well. Yeah. You know, so it, there's a good vibe. The whole place has a great vibe, yeah, which great. is why I, I mean, think the amount yeah. of corporate that have come and joined from, you know, that. Texas run area that in Lord yeah. Street there it's 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 incredible and also too you know we have a really good relationship with the Botany Rams that's the local football team we sponsor the whole the the whole uh, Botany Rams um, yeah we've just had a young team go away and they're up in a big tournament up the coast and we sponsor all these kids and some of the parents that come over say oh look we've been watching you guys through the window my son's you know wanting to learn a little bit more about tackling close contact and the confidence mightn't be there and, you know, they'll come in and spend two or three weeks and, as mentioned before, they'll come back to us and basically call us geniuses and we're saying it's not us, you know, it's it's what we're offering here, you know, the contact that's building their confidence. So it is a great uh, platform for, for so many different reasons but, yeah. What an awesome idea. And when they do walk in, it's not that, you know, traditional sort of classic old run-down gym. It's very new and fresh and inviting and, you know, very right. warm. I want to ask you a question. I've always wanted to ask you. Underneath the Gracie Botney sign, uh, the Gracie Botney signatures, uh, the 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 font that you were just talking about. Yep. There's three words. On a family legacy. Tell us about those. So that's um, coincides with Gracie Jiu Jitsu and them starting yep. Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and you know they are a family. They are a massive family, and yep. you know it's about honor, family, and of course legacy. 
So it's yeah. uh, it's a branding that they've used underneath Gracie Jiu Jitsu from you know day one, and I think it's very appropriate for just what this family's done to put Brazilian Jiu Jitsu on the map. Yeah, because I think we train. I, I sort of looked at it yesterday actually because I was just thinking about stuff for the podcast today, and I was I was having a look at those three words, and I was like, you know, they're they're actually very impactful, but no one's ever spoken about them. No. So, but they've and we train underneath them literally every day. Yeah, and Mo- I think most people. It's a great yeah. fit for you know Gracie Botney as well. Like, you know, there's so much honor. We are, as you've heard me say before, I don't, I don't, um, uh, I don't address us as a team. I address us as family. You hear me all the time say that, um, and you know, we're building a legacy as well. So. I think it's very, very, uh, very good um, presentation of what they've done for the Gracie logo, and I think it's not only just fitting to them. I think they've thought hard about this, and it goes down the line. I, I completely agree with you. So I want to move on. You and Anna have been together since you were on your white belt. We're not doing this in years. We're doing this in jiu-jitsu years, which is by, you know, belt color. So you, you guys have been together since your white belt, and I said to Anna the other day, you must have a ton of memories. What's the one that really, really, really sticks out to you? And I'd just like you to have a listen to this, Dave, and tell me what you think. It was this one year we were there for a tournament and Craig and I used to always go to this sushi place. It was his birthday and I was like, oh, what can you do? We're traveling. I didn't want to buy a present. What sort of thing can you do that's a great gift? And um, he has, you know, many... BJJ idols, and at the time, an up-and-coming one was Andre Galvao. So before we'd left, I had contacted him, and one of the, you know, it all just panned out that he was going to meet us at Sushi Leblanc. They hadn't told Craig; it was a huge, big surprise. So then, I said to him, oh, "I'm just going to go downstairs. We'll stay up up in this apartment that was above the sushi place." Down I went, and here we go. I've met Andre Galvao. I was like, oh, wow. And he's he's a big, big guy. And he brought his wife. And I, at the time, I think his daughter would have been about two to three years old. Anyway, we were traveling with Owen at the same time. Owen comes down, brought Craig down. Craig walks into the restaurant, and he's looking. That's my wife. She's sitting there with another man. Hang on, that's Andre Galvao. What, what's going on? And then he worked out that that was a surprise for his birthday. Yeah. So, whoop, so, do you remember that, Sev? Yeah, of course I do. It's certainly one of the biggest, if not one of the best highlights in my jiu-jitsu career. I mean, that's just a true testament of Annalise's character. I mean, you know, not only travelling in an international country, but dealing with my, you know, heightened anxiety and levels of stress leading into a world championships. Um, and for her to be doing that type of stuff on the side and, you know, to give me that amazing opportunity to meet, you know, an absolute legend of the sport who I still talk to, um, you know, every now and again, like, you know, and after that uh, meeting, I'd travel and train with him over in San Diego. Um, I spent many, many years traveling and training with him over there, like visiting and stuff like that, doing camps. And it was just an incredible, incredible time. And I just, you know, it's something, you know, life's about creating memories. I mean, 
it's, you know, it's no been, one ever speaks about, oh, do you remember when we went to so-and-so? They don't talk about, do you remember how much that cost? Do you remember that airfare was this? It's, <laughs> it's you know, essentially you're creating memories. And that's one of the best memories uh, ever. Um, yeah, and I just, uh, yeah, I, I remember it very thoroughly. And to have that legend there and to come in. <laughs> and he actually had a birthday gift for me and everything. I was just mind blown. So I went and um, Googled Sushi LeBlanc. And if Craig, if I can get you to have a look at your phone, um, I thought that Sushi LeBlanc was going to be something like the sushi, um, like the sushi station at East Gardens, <laughs> and it turns out that it's more like Tetsuya's yes. than the sushi train. <laughs> and I found this picture. Tell me if that's the right picture, and I'm going to actually post it up on our our Instagram because I'd like to, you know, it's pretty unbelievable. But when I looked at it, I was actually blown away. Is that it? Is that the place? Well, I'm on the. I don't have any. I didn't send it to you. Uh, on message. On message. Oh, on messenger. Sorry, I was yeah, on the yeah. Sav Stories podcast. No, that's okay. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> there we go. Wow. <laughs> let me. <laughs> let me just send you another one that I that I How found cool. that I found to Anna. I just want to send this to you. Just give me a sec. Um. Because oh, I found this one, and I thought you might be able to tell us. This might blow you. This might get you another memory as well. And I'm going to put this up on the. I'm actually going to put this up on the website as well. I don't know if you got it yet. Oh, baby Suka. <laughs> is it? Is that the? Oh, this is when Craig tries to talk his Portuguese. <laughs> we can order, oh, order a juice. Oh my, my god! Wow. So were any of those windows – so for the viewer, for the listeners, we I actually found a picture of Sushi LeBlanc off Google Maps with the apartments above it. Mm. And I was wondering if if one of those apartments were where you guys stayed. Was, was it over – You know what, was in the back a little bit. We yeah. were literally just across the road. Like I mean – Oh, really? I mean literally on the opposite corner. Look, so you were looking at it? Yeah, we're looking at it. So, yeah. you know, we're talking 10 steps to cross the road to Sushi LeBlanc. Um, we were in a uh, like a, a sort of more like a high rise building, but not that yeah. high, like maybe 10, 15 floors in it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So. Um, but it was an incredible place where we stayed. We had Sushi LeBlanc there. And um, as mentioning, talking to you one day at the Academy, Benny, we have, uh, when we were in that apartment, like over nighttime, you could hear all the gunfire and stuff going off from. Um, I think they were doing some type of, uh, whether it was Olympics were coming up at one stage in Brazil or. Do you remember Anna? Yeah, I think. It yeah, was and so they were trying up. to clean up, you know, the riprap oh, yeah. out of the favelas. So each night there'd be helicopters flying over our hotels, and like I mean, heavy machine guns, and it was pretty pretty intense. So you're in this really beautiful part of um, Rio, yet the yeah. favelas sit just behind, and you know, so it was it was quite an interesting place to be staying. Yeah, I, I imagine, and you know, like that's such a great memory. You know, like these, these are the, like you were saying earlier, Craig. As soon as you see these pictures, they take you back. And uh, like my mind is just it's, <laughs> honestly that picture you sent of Sushi LeBlanc has sent me into a spiral. <laughs> I went, I travelled there one year with um, Annalise and uh, Professor Marcus Novell and his partner yeah. at that time, and he took us to Maracana, which is the big soccer stadium there. And when yeah. we went there, FIFA hadn't actually put seats in at this stage. So you could fit half a million people in this stadium. 
Like, I mean, this was insane. Full on. So Full when on. we went in, there was we went in, I was just mind blown. It was a couple of local teams playing. And up in the one particular area, it was quite rowdy, you know. Yeah. So Marcus said, look, let's go sit up there. And I was like, no, no way. I'm going anywhere near there, man. And he's like, no, no, it's all right. And then he's starting to get in my head. He goes, but you're a gringo. You know, gringos are like in Portuguese as a tourist. He goes, so it could be yeah. a few troubles up there for you. And I said, I'm not going up there. There's no yeah. way. So anyway, we did end up going and sitting up with these people. And I'm telling you, when it was mad, like they had drums and trumpets and yeah. it was an incredible enough. And the people were so was, friendly. Yeah. Like it was hectic. Yeah, it was electric. Um, all these memories are rushing back from that photo and yeah yeah yeah, wow unbelievable because i think there's a difference for people who you know i don't know what we know about listeners but for people who don't know there's a difference between traveling and spending a few days here and there and seeing the world and actually living somewhere for a a period of time because you end up feeling like a local yeah and you know i've done that in a particular city uh for six months and um, after doing that, it's, you know, you, you go back and, you know, it's like, I lived here. This is like, this was a home for a while. It's a really special experience. It, and when yeah. you go back, it kind of blows your mind. It's like going back to your childhood home. It is. Um, yeah. I mean, when we arrived in Rio on the first night, we went to this hotel to check in. And, like, uh, it, it's a non-English speaking country. There's people who speak English all over the place. But, you know, these locals are working hotels at the front desk, predominantly, you know, local guys and don't have English, whatever it may be. And this guy's like looking at us and talking to us in Portuguese, trying to tell us something. And me and Anna are, you know, thinking if we talk slowly and say, we from Australia, that he's going to understand. Like, it just really put things into perspective. And he was talking to us. He was very upbeat. And he's like, you know, pointing around and smiling. And I'm just saying, what the hell is this guy saying? We just came off a 24-hour flight. So I call Marcus in Australia. And he says, what's going on? I said, look, I'm at this hotel. I've been clunking heads with... Uh, it was midnight in <laughs> it Australia. Was midnight. Yeah, midnight it was midnight in Australia. in Australia. And then Marcus is like, look, put me on the phone to this guy and I'll tell you what's going on. So then I get back on the phone. So when he's talking to the guy, I see the guy start laughing, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm thinking, and I'm saying, and this isn't funny. This is like, mate, this is ridiculous. We've booked this room. What's going on? So Marcus gets on the phone and goes, hey, Sav, you know what's going on? You guys are a day early. He he's getting what you're saying, but what he's trying to tell you in Portuguese is he's look, the room you guys have booked isn't ready till tomorrow night, but he's got you a place directly across the road. And I'm like, how am I supposed to know that? <laughs> but he was really friendly, this guy, but that was pretty Great much the memory. experience we got turning up into Rio, you know, and everything got worked out cool. and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, just yeah, incredibly you you, you I just love created this from that photo. All these things are rushing back in. Enjoy today then. Because uh, you'll be you'll be thinking about them all day. I know that I do that when I go and have a look at the pictures that I had. Getting just back one to, to getting back to Gracie Botney in the current day. So we know what Sav does. We're very clear on what Sav does, Anna, because you know um, we've got the podcast. And if you go into the, if you spend any more than a minute and a half inside the gym, you get you pretty you get a pretty good idea of you know who's who in the zoo over there, not the zoo, the academy. Um, what do you do? I know that you, I know personally that you sit behind the counter and check everybody in, but I know I also know there's a lot more than that. Tell us some of the favourite stuff that you have, you know. I think um, one of the most important things is is when people are walking in the door, is they're greeted with someone that is warming and welcoming, you know, just saying hello to everybody that walks in, and for those new starters that come in, 
um, whether it be a child or an adult, just easing their nerves and making them feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, because that is, it can be quite daunting and intimidating, especially for a child. Um, they think, oh, yes, I want to do this. But then when they get there and they see all these other people that have done it before and they're walking in for the very first time, I think it's really important just to, you know, trying to comfort them and walking people in. You're, you're so good at it, Anna. I've got a little bit of a personal story about this and I'd love to share it with the viewers. I've been wanting to get Toby into my little boy Toby into jiu-jitsu for years and I went to um, another academy and they kind of weren't inviting and they, I, I got Toby got into a little trial outfit and no one sort of engaged with him and we were standing off to the side. This is absolutely true. I was so annoyed. I, 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 in disgust, I threw all the stuff. I got all the stuff off Toby and walked out the door and said, that's that, and I kind of gave it a miss. And then I contacted you. I've still got the email. And I, I got a be in my bonnet about it early one February morning, you know, early, a year ago, and I contacted you, and by lunchtime you emailed me back. And you you actually called me, and you said, oh, you know, we can we can get your Toby in, and I'm there's somebody going to be there. I promise you there's going to be somebody on the mats there for you. And you were so lovely on the phone that I was completely engaged with it. And then you said, and we can try and get something in for you too. We've got privates with, you know, we, we can do private lessons because there was no way I was going in the group, none. Like it just wasn't on the cut. I know, I know Christian was saying it the other day. And then I, I don't know if you remember this, Anna, but I drove you nuts because I would <laughs> call you before classes to find out how many people are going to turn up because it was like more than the number in my head I wasn't going. Yeah. That's what I was like. And <laughs> last night I was in the class with how many people? How many people were in the white belt last night? Ah, uh, yeah, nearly 50 again. Hectic, right? Completely. But yeah. It was your warmth in doing that that got me on the mat and got Toby on the mat and kept Toby on the mat. Vicky was a massive part of Toby as well. But it's the two, and look at Toby. Look at Toby yesterday as well. Yeah, you know, like incredible. You, know, you guys, you took that whole thing. You know, you talk, when when he was done with the privates and you got him out. You got him into the classes. He didn't want to stay. You sent him back on. Look at him now. It's interesting you say, Benny, because. Um... <laughs> You know, yesterday I had to chat to you at the desk and, um, you know, watching watching Toby train yesterday and we're doing a really nice, you know, mutual grip off balancing, you know, stepping in behind that leg, going into single leg and then an inside trip, finishing off with a guard pass, you know, side control management, mounted submission and <laughs> I was talking to Kobe, uh, Toby yesterday and, <laughs> you know, I, he's taken the kid down and I've just said, you know, hey, just make sure, you know, this and that. And I said the way he looked up at me, with this like face, like I, I got this, you know. <laughs> don't, you don't need to tell me, Sav. Like it's just, it was just such a special moment. And look, you know, watching him going through those privates where Vicky spent, you know, a tremendous amount of time building his confidence, which was great. And then yeah. you know she's released him back into the class situation, which was fantastic. Still was yeah. a little hesitant, you know, was sort of a little unsure. And but I tell you what, he's just. He's really invested. He's really involved. And he, the kid's progression Completely. has been tremendous. And, look, I don't want to try and sort of pat us on the back here, but I will. I think if yeah, you, you know, should. have you should. situations where, you know, the kids come in and they, and they you know, they feel like they're, you know, they're being noticed and they're being paid attention. And, and, you know, Vicky took that time to spend with him to build his confidence and then, you know, bringing him into the classes. I try not to dote on them too much because then they become dependent on me. 
but I'm also yep. conscious of them and just walking past and giving those little mate good stuff today, Tobes. Really, really good. I'm watching you, buddy. Yep. He's like, <laughs> Toby's quite strong in his personality. He goes, Savvy, you know, he you're is. not near me. I said, but Toby, <laughs> I'm watching you from the other side of the room, mate. He's like, oh, okay. And one, <laughs> one thing I um, quite often threaten Toby with, I will use the word threat. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. This is your son no, no, I'm talking no. about. It is. is um, fine. One thing that's been working really well for me is he loves, you know, like he, he knows how important and how much we're doing with this podcast. So quite often when he, you know, he say to me, oh, I've done my reps, have, you know, and I say, well, give me a couple more. So you only asked for five. And I say, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call your dad later and I see him get a bit fearful, you know, and I say, you know what I'm going to say to him? And he said, but I've done my reps. And I say, but no, no, no question about it. But I'm going to tell him I'm not going to do the podcast until you do these extra reps. You should see how quick he knocks those reps out. <laughs> he knows the podcast. He knows found, about the podcast. I've he loves found, the podcast. I've found the hook to get him. Everybody's got a motivator. But, you know, it's not, it's not actually, you know, big noting yourselves or anything. I firmly believe, and I've said this a lot, that without you and Anna, Jack, uh, Toby would not have been. Toby would not be here a year later. If we would have gone to another academy, neither of us would be here a year later. Well, yeah, it, it, it's look, a it's a very unique place. I'll um, I had a gentleman come in last night actually, and he brought his kid, and there was another kid that's been two days in, and he sort of says, um, you know, look here, Sav, you know, I'll leave you with him and all that sort of stuff, and. I allocated a coach to this kid first class and, you know, afterwards the father said to me, mate, you know, that was, that was incredible. Like why did he have his own coach and stuff like that? And I said, look, it's new, it's unfamiliar ground for him. I wanted him to feel confidence and this and that. And he just said, mate, I'm, I'm just blown away. He said we'd visited um, another academy and he just said he was just thrown into the class Got a little roughed up that day. And look, it is jiu-jitsu. We are there to, you know, grapple. We're not sitting around drinking tea at a cafe. But, and, and I just, and I, I actually said that to him, you know, to support the situation of Jiu-Jitsu. And he said, yeah, I know, but Sav, like, the kid had no experience. So, I mean, you guys are recognising that. And, you know, he, he said, my kid's just, he just come off the mat. He just can't stop raving about this. And, and what it is, it's about building the confidence. And if you can get their confidence up, you, you know, you're going to hold them forever. Uh, and this is unfortunately what's happening in a lot of places that just been thrown in amongst other kids. Very easy to knock the confidence out of a kid, let me tell you that. And once it's gone, it's, yeah. you know, they, they, they probably, they won't even entertain the thought of going elsewhere. So we were lucky that this kid came across, you know, on some advice that someone had given him. And, you know, I could see when he came in, he actually almost looked uh, terrified. But after the class, yeah. he was high-fiving everyone, shaking hands, you know, said, you know, do you want to wrestle to me? So he was pretty confident. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know, and the, the, that's I think a, a shared experience that everybody at, at Gracie Botany has had. And you know, I want to, and on behalf of our, all of our listeners, I want to congratulate you guys on a year. I, I don't think people realize a year in the business. It doesn't matter whether it's jujitsu or anything else, is a massive, massive, massive achievement. In many ways, it's a bigger achievement than ten years. So, um, congratulations, guys. I just want to say, Sav, on the threat on, on the threatening Thank the kids you. thing. I don't take any uh, <laughs> offence to that whatsoever. It was just last night, I uh, threatened. I, I hope you don't mind. I threatened Kainoa. I ended up on my back with in a kimura, but that's something completely different. But <laughs> 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 I can't threaten your kids. Your kids got better, better jujitsu than me. I, just... <laughs> I was going to say maybe that wasn't the right child to threaten. <laughs> I, I saw I saw Kalani fight. I'm not threatening her yeah. either. So. <laughs> 
so she gives me a lot of attitude that kid so so um thanks so much anna for coming on i know you were not looking forward to this you've been such a great sport you uh, this is something we've been talking about Thank since you. the start it had to be done we've done it you're off the hook now congratulations it's it's in the review mirror <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for having me so sav we now have the Sway Man back with us for 2023. This is something I've actually been looking forward to since our our white belt discussion when we had when we talked about the Sway spray patent pending coming soon. So Sway, welcome to 2023 on the podcast. What are we doing? Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, awesome. Hope your welcome new year's Sway. was good. Welcome <laughs> to 2023. Um, yeah, I thought I'd just sort of rattle off about the the big guns, the Origin Rift Gee. This is the gay with this is the first gay review, and we're going to do the origin riff. Yeah. Now, I have got to admit, I don't know anything about gays. I've got two gays, I love them. They come from a lady called Vicky who is in the building, and um, I really love them. So, tell where does origin fit in amongst all the gay brands? So, pretty much like origin is like an all American made, American grown cotton, American everything. Um, so everything they utilize is all American. Um, so, yep. you know, they, you know, um, no problem with gay manufacturers using, you know, stuff from other countries, but they're, that's a yep. part of their, their ethos is everything's American grown and made. They make boots and jeans and everything. And it's all, all American, all American manufacturing. Um, they're not inexpensive. They're, they're very premium <laughs> products. And actually I would, what are we talking about here? Well, I would advise just first off, if you're thinking yeah. about trying one on, if you know someone that has it, don't buy, it, don't don't try it on. If you can't afford it, they're about five hundred dollars. Um, they're very premium. Um, don't try it on if you can't afford it because you will want one straight away. Um, that's <laughs> why I ended up getting one because a, a training partner of mine got one. Um, I tried his on and straight away I was like, oh my god, this has been three D printed for my body. Um, <laughs> So yeah, they're amazing. They're made out of some, uh, it could just be marketing hype, but it's some yarn that they've created that's like a different shape of yarn. It's hexagonal, yep. not round, and it doesn't like store water, like water passes straight through it, um, ox like air flows straight through it. It's really free breathing. So um, yeah, it's, yep. it's amazing. Um, little, you can't probably really Let's see look at it, it very well, but yeah, it's amazing. It's got all the the seams like finish at, a, mm. at right down the bottom. Like they, there's no, yeah, it's really hard to explain. Um, the the coolest <laughs> two things though, number one, the pants are like just like normal trousers. Oh, so, like I've got my son, my son has those. I don't. What, what's the brand that Kanoa has that look like they're like dress pants? To see how he's. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, Okinawa has as well. Oh, my son, there you go, mate. My son wears one. That's how invested I am in what he wears. He's got amazing. so many different geese. He actually has one. Amazing. Yeah. They're, they're really? And that explains what happened to the bank account that time. That now is. I know where that 500 that went. <laughs> and then the coolest thing, I think, is the belt, like the, the, the string. You do get a drawstring. Mm. However, you can pay like a couple extra bucks and you yes. get like this. That's the one. And it never, yeah. never comes undone. So if you're carrying a few extra kilos like me, um, it's great because you just lock it in and it never, never comes undone. It's amazing. So 
Can you take the? Is it? Do you know if um, IBJJF are allowing you to take that oh, belt off and strangle people with it, or is it? Good question. Doesn't have to stay on the gate. IBJJF strangulation <laughs> regulation. <laughs> probably, probably not. I'd say it's a safe bet. Probably yeah. not. Uh, can I ask you a question, Sway? Sure. Just in regards to, I mean, obviously with myself training over 20 years, I go through different gi types and things like that. I really um, want to reiterate on the comment you made about putting it on and it feeling great. Um, I've had a couple of favorite gis myself throughout my, um, you know, journey. Um, and the one thing I notice, the one thing I wanted to speak to you about is because I, I, I do find that as well. Uh, there is a certain gi that I will put on and it feels good. Uh, I'm not after any particular brand or make. I go a lot on feel. Uh, so it's really good to hear you say that. Now, um, I do chop and change at the moment. Um, I'm wearing like quite a light gear just because it's summer and it's quite warm and stuff like that. So seasonally, I do change through my gears and get into a thicker gear in winter and so forth. When you um, just just with the what, – what, what's your um, opinion on – different gi types i've had this conversation throughout the years with you know students and so forth and obviously being the professor of the academy a lot of the students will ask my opinion um i'm pretty educated on different brands and so forth but the main thing i do tell them is put it on and see how it feels you mm. know uh what's your opinion on um you know just with the geese and your reviewing and so forth like that what's your opinion on um w when you're looking for a gi are you are you looking at quality material? I mean, I know you mentioned fit, and that's my thing, but I know a lot of people are they're kind of caught with the, you know, the hype of the brand and, and stuff like that. And look, cards on the table, mate, through my white and blue belt, I wanted that brand. I really did. Um, and what although this brand? one you're reviewing is quite expensive, uh, I'm a big believer in if it feels good and it works, there's no price you can put on it, you know. Exactly. Uh, I, I agree. Um, I have a scramble gi um, that costs, I think, yeah. about $140. Um, and mm. I bought it because I'm, you know, kind of infatuated with black gis. Um, and um, it was just basic. Like, I, I don't like a lot of patches and stuff on gis. That's just not really my thing. It was just very clean and very basic. Um, and it was cheap. And I was yeah, like, me too. Uh, me too. Yeah, I was like, all right, let's buy this, this cheap gi. Um, and it's one of the best gis I own. No, it's not. Like the material's probably not as as well constructed as some of my more expensive gis. However, when it comes to fit, it, it just it's absolutely perfect. Um, I like a really deep like judo wrap, like how it wraps right around you. Um, this is a Me real too. deep judo wrap, um, and I just find when I'm training and when I'm doing rounds, I seem to be um, having to tuck my gi in less. Like it seems to just not come mm. undone all the time. Um, so I think. Yeah, I, I love the aspirational brands. I've, you know, I've got Hyperfly Gaze. I've got Origin Rift Gaze. I've just ordered like a a inverted gear bamboo gi. Oh, like yeah. I, yeah, so I've I, heard of these. I, I love the brands, yep. but some of my best mm. best training gis have been like the cheap day one gi. Like it's yep. not about, you know, expensive fibers. It's what, what fits you best and what feels good to train in. Have you um, just getting back to the the ordering of the bamboo gi? Are you? Is it just an interest there? Have you had a chance to feel that the material and so forth, and yeah. the, you know the fibers? Have you have you had any exposure to the to the bamboo? I know a couple of the students 
you know, very, very minimal, but I have had a couple, you know, talk about them and got them and, you know, they seem quite happy with them. Yeah. I mean, so, do you have any um, personal experience with no, those? No, yet personal experience with them. Um, I do have a training buddy that has a hemp gi and he absolutely uh, yep, swears yep, by yep. it, but he runs mm. so hot in it. It's such a heavy fiber. Um, I heard they were heavy. Yeah. 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 But um, that thing in the middle of winter um, is amazing. We're all wearing hoodies Perfect. under our geese and he's fine. Yeah. Um, bamboo, <laughs> I have not had a chance to, to sample yet, but I hear just for longevity, um, they're really mm. great. And when they get older a little bit, they start to look really cool. Like the, the mm. worn in leather jacket or like a worn in band t-shirt, yeah, nice. they start to gray. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's more a, Again, just me being addicted to buying geese when I probably shouldn't be. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. How, how many up to you now, Swain? Um, so I've got one, about <laughs> 11, I think 11, which is fine, right? So 12, I've got 12 because I've got one coming. But mm. yeah, that's fine. So, I don't have so a how many do you reckon you have? Um, geese, how many do I have? Let's, uh, let's take a look here. Nice. <laughs> yeah, let's have a little look. Hey, Sav, can I ask you a question? You're like... What academy gi do you have? Is it like a particular brand? Because I might have to look at <laughs> no, they're, <laughs> they're not mine, mate. They're the trial geese. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the brand I'm wearing at the moment is, um, because we are Gracie affiliated, I wear a Maeda. Yep. Um, and I've just, they've just released their working with Kings at the moment. So that we're using a Kings premium. I uh, look absolutely probably in my opinion, um, they always produce a good gear. We deal directly with Hoyler, Gracie himself. Um, all the gears have been great. The, uh, the Kings premium they've just released is one of the better gears that I've seen them produce. It's like ripstop pants, um, really nice fitting and, and like you said i get a good wrap on the king premium yeah. interesting point you brought up and i mean obviously it's something i'm um probably aware of but i really like the comment of not having to uh, not having the um you know how you're saying with the looser geese you constantly got to tuck in mm. it's a it's a it's a big issue with me i mean obviously being the you know, teaching and I'm moving a lot and, you know, the geese popping out and I'm always wanting to be presentable. So interesting point you made, finding I'm constantly tucking my gi back in. Mm. But with these, you know, bigger sort of wraparound ones, they just sit, you know, absolutely perfectly. But, uh, mate, I'm using a King's Premium at the moment, uh, a Maeda. Um, yeah, so I'm, you know, just that's pretty much what I use. I'm, you know, we're a Gracie affiliate. We run our geese through them. Uh, I have a lot of different type of gi brands I like, but that's currently what, you know, I'm using and that's what we, you know, the students have at the academy mm. here. Put another mm. one. I've got another one on the shopping list then, the King's Premium. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I can uh, I can send you one, no problem. <laughs> Under the table, we'll do it. You know, your good mate, your your good mate, who I'm uh, actually taller than, Nick Evans. Yeah, of course, everyone's taller than um, Nick Evans. Well, mate, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure there's not many that's that I'm taller than, but I've got, um, I've got probably, I'd say Nick could come up to my shoulders here. I reckon, you know. <laughs> I look. Nick's done a really nice thing, actually, mate. Look, he's done two wonderful things. He's done a lot of wonderful things, but right, he uh, introduced us to you, of course, Sway, uh, which has been honestly, mate. We can see you being a regular on here, you know, Hilarious. ongoing. I've talked to many about this, and. Um, 
is, you know, as long as you're happy, mate, we're going to have you on here ongoing. So it's going to be really special and we're very grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just recently I had some um, some a, a box turn up here to the academy addressed to me and I've opened the box and I've said, Santa, who, who sent me this? And it, it was a, a bag of, you know, this coffee beans. And I said, oh, Benny, that's, what, a, what a great guy, you know. And I've said to Benny, oh, you know, what about the coffee? And he said, man, it's from Nick. And I've gone far out of this too. And then, you know, lucky that afternoon, Nick's called me. Uh, sorry, messaged me on the Instagram. Sav, how's the coffee? <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, I'm all over it, you know. I'm like, yeah, mate, fantastic. And I look, honestly, really nice coffee, you know. So, um, yeah, just, um, yeah, absolutely I, outstanding human, mate. I think, so Nick actually, good things. I think Nick actually dropped by the Academy recently. Yes. He did. Uh, I didn't get to see him. I, I, I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Otherwise, I would have run across. But, um, Nick, if you're listening to this, come, can you come again? We, we, can you come for like a – Yeah. Mate, can you come be, for a um, Yeah. Don't be fooled by his size. He's, uh, he's, he comes in a very small package, but he's an extremely powerful little guy. And yeah. his jiu-jitsu is it's, – it, honestly, mate, he's very well educated. And uh, I'm not yeah. just plugging him because, you know, this is everyone who's trained with him knows. I don't know if you've had some rounds with him, Sway, but mate, this, this kid's – yeah. This kid's the real deal, mate. Mm. Sway he actually really told me that he's one in. of the most. Sway actually told me that he's one of the most talented white belts he's ever come across. Yeah, so, like, you know. <laughs> the, the, oh, okay. Um, I've got to uh, take off from uh, Nick. I've got nothing to do with this, mate. I'm going to this. I'm going to check out here, and I'll leave Sway and Benny to clean this mess up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Nick, Nick's been uh-huh. a, a really good support for, for me as well, like yeah. um, out here, yeah. so Central West, yep. New South Wales. Um, yes, there's jiu-jitsu out here now. That hasn't always been the case. Mm. Um, but, yeah, Nick's, Nick is a really great asset out out here, um, and that's not just for mm. who he trains with immediately. It's for everybody in the area. Um, I think yep. probably unanimously everyone would say the same about him. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I um I look great comments, Sway, and I I do think it is really good for a guy like this to be and you know, like Jiu-Jitsu's grown out there dramatically, I know this. Um and look, in my opinion, Nick should have been a black belt a long time ago. Mm. Uh, I think the thing that's missing with him getting that black belt is where he's relocated to, not being under anyone. He was originally Gracie, I think he went to Baja. Um I talk to Nick quite regularly. Um, you know, he's, he's very open. He always asks for advice or he's happy to give advice. And I think he's just overall just so good for jiu-jitsu in general and for you guys to have him out there and his influences towards you. Eventually, Sway, one day this will be you they're talking about and it goes down the track and that's the beautiful yeah. thing with jiu-jitsu. Mm. I actually think the next time we get Sway on, Sav, we need to get on Nick as well. How about that? Yeah, I think that's I think that's a great idea. Well, <laughs> Nick Nick stirred me up. He said, "Look, I've got a really good mate mine, mine out here, Sav Swayman. Now, look, he's got some geese. Can you?" Can, and I said, "Look, how good is this guy, Nick?" I said, "He doesn't. You're not going to be, you know." And and you know that's why I said on the first pass podcast. Now, Sway, I know you don't know me, but this is something I'm delivering from. I'm not going to say his name, Nick. <laughs> you know, so it's been quite interesting how we all met. But yeah, he definitely. He he definitely brought you to the surface yeah. first first time we spoke to him. Yeah, 100%. Sway, thanks again for joining us. It's been awesome. I love chatting to you in between. We have a yeah. bit of good chat. It was actually awesome to see you during the Christmas break. Um, come again to the academy. I oh, will give more notice Come, come to month. a class. I oh, will give way give, more yeah. notice. 
give more notice and we'll we'll we'll, we'll do a little bit of a dinner afterwards as well. Amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah, we'd love to yeah. we'd love to hang out with you a little bit. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. That'd be great. Okay, thanks Swayman for that. What another great Sway review. Uh, I love that guy, Sav. What about you? Oh, that guy, okay. tremendous. He's really got this infectious uh, personality. I can't get enough of him. Excited for the year ahead, that's for sure. A hundred percent. And uh, like we said, Sway, I'm sure you, I know you like to listen to these. We can't wait to see you in the in the gym in back in the academy. So just before we go, we have got a few thank yous before we wrap it up. Sav, who are we thanking this week? This is a really special thank you. Uh, yeah, look, obviously, uh, I want to thank everyone involved with you know what goes on here. Uh, including yourself, Benny. You know, this is you're just <laughs> such a, a fantastic man, and I'm just so grateful to have this in our lives. We're enjoying this thoroughly. Um, Me too. You've been dodging the bullet on people wanting to know who you are. That we're getting to that. You're very good. <laughs> you are very good. But thanks, Benny. Thanks, Jackie. Um, of course, you know Sway and and all the other special guests that have come on, and just all these amazing experiences that we sh- that we're having. It's been great. Uh, I also want to thank Melly. Um, yeah. You can follow her on Art yeah. of Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, she does the Art of Jiu-Jitsu. She actually the Art of Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, uh, she's, I got pulled up on that the other day. Yeah, okay, because Art of Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> is actually the Mendes brothers. So my apologies. Um, yeah, true. The Art of yeah, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu. She's an incredible, incredible woman doing each class she does. Very briefly, guys. She every single time yeah. she finishes a class from the day she started Jiu-Jitsu, she draws and documents her class. Uh, go over to her page, The Art of Jiu-Jitsu, check this out. It's mind-blowing. She's gotten so good now it that is. she actually does does it live. Like So you can watch the class in like a uh, – it just kind of goes through. It's incredible. So uh, I want to thank Melly for drawing the new Sav Stories podcast logo. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just – it's the last post on our Instagram page, so check it out. Incredibly talented. Looks amazing. So thank you so much, Melly. Uh, and finally, of course, thank you so much, Annalise, for coming on. Um She's yeah. been amazing, very reluctant to come on and do it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's been incredible to get an insight from her. Um, she just works tirelessly behind the scenes, keeping the wheels turning there at Gracie Botany. So thank you so much. And um, it's just so good to have her on and share her experiences, something she normally wouldn't do. So thank you. Sarah? Oh, yes. Next week, really looking forward to Sarah. She's uh, Professor Owen's wife from Gracie Miranda. She's a brown belt there. And we are just super excited to get her on and talk to her and share some good stories, have plenty of laughs, and, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be really interesting. So can't wait for that. But for now, guys, one, two, three.